<laughs> Hello, friend, and welcome back uh, to the Trenton 365 show, or is this, um, this may be a different version anyway. I'm Jacques Howard. I'm your host for this segment, and uh, we're going to be talking about um, some health-related issues and uh, encouraging folks to get back to this, this whole ideology of taking better care of themselves and paying attention to symptoms, etc. So I've got Tanya Stackhouse, who's in the studio with me, and I just met Tanya not long ago, but I was reading her dossier, so to speak, <laughs> and uh, after reading over it, the first thing I said was, how you feeling? I feel great. <laughs> well, I, I want to back up, first of all, and uh, allow you some time to okay. introduce yourself. First of all, I'm feeling that lipstick. Well, thank you. Yeah, so, um, so, and, and you got some ink there too. Yes. I see it's a butterfly, some a couple butterflies, of butterflies. Yes. So I'm sure you're someone who embraces the idea of transformation. Yes. yes. Awesome. So let's talk a little bit about who Tanya Stackhouse is. Let's see. I was born and raised in Trenton, so I am a true Trentonian. Um, as the saying goes around, as we're doing on Facebook, I am going swimming at junior three old back in the summer so yeah, yeah. you know i've been around for almost 47 years <laughs> everything um right now i work with the hamilton ymca i work the base program this school year i got promoted promoted to a coordinator so i've been around children since i was seven and working with children for such a long time i always tell people i got 40 years in this game of working with children so there's nothing i haven't seen from cloth diapers to glass bottles to the new stuff so (laughs) children can throw whatever they want at me i got you boobs awesome awesome and 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 i'm sure um in your life when you reflect back Uh to um the 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 adults and the guardians who were in your life i'm sure you picked up different things from them about how to deal Oh, yes. With children. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Let me see. From get somewhere and sit down to, you know, now it's getting warmer out. So don't let the street lights catch you when you're running from <laughs> the, the um, West End Little League <laughs> to everything. It's just like, you know, you kind of have to incorporate the old with the new because, you know, what we grew up with, like, you know, go get a switch off the tree to now or oh, I'm going to call the peoples on you. So you just have to, you know, and all every child is different. So you have to gauge a child to gauge what type of consequence is going to work for them mm-hmm. and everything. Like I work with children, you know, like maybe 10, 20 children in a classroom, in a preschool classroom. So a timeout might work for one child, but not for another child. Like I had a child who, you know, they had to be my buddy. They didn't like that because if I'm not playing, they ain't playing. And they, they had to watch the kids and stand still. So they ain't like it. So and I'm like, all right, you're going to be my buddy. And they get it together. So, yeah. And then from another child, I'm like, okay, all right, put your hands in your pocket because that wouldn't work for them. To, so you have to gauge every child is different. You have to gauge them in a different manner and what works for, and see what's going to work for them. Mm-hmm. So, now, you were know. you always passionate about working with kids? I knew from the age of 12 I wanted to work with kids. About 12 or 13 I wanted to work with kids. And that's all. You know, my cousin, like I said, I was seven when she had her first sons, And he is now 40. So, like, just being with her. And she was like, all right, his diaper needs to be changed. Go make a bottle. 
I watch him while I go, you know, do this and do that. So I was just like, oh, okay. So you just get in there and do it. And I just knew I wanted to work with kids in some age, shape, or form. Like, I wanted to be a pediatric nurse. And then I thought, like, I don't think I can stick a child with a needle. Mm. So then I, you know, turned more in the way of um, education. So I worked anywhere. I worked with children from ages birthed all the way up to about 21 because I also worked in a group home. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, well, let's transition and tie together this um, this idea of you being someone who's uh, supportive of the idea of transformation mm-hmm. and um, your personal health um, challenges that you have. Let's start from the beginning with um, with your See, me personally, I never really took my health seriously because I was pretty much an active child, you know, active adult, like, you know, back in the day when you could walk Trenton anywhere and nobody really bothered you. So I didn't, you know, take it like, okay, well, I got to take this medication. I wasn't a big, like, medication taker and anything. And then, you know... At one point, like, I had to go on high blood pressure medication because my blood pressure was elevated. And I was doing great on it for, you know, a while, a, a number of years. And then it just came to the point where my blood pressure wasn't being regulated through the medication. And this was maybe back in 2003-ish, early 2003. And so the nurse practitioner I was seeing through my doctor's office she kept trying different medication and she did some tests but like I guess she really must didn't know like okay she need to go see a specialist because as I found out later your kidneys help regulate your blood pressure and everything so but your blood blood hypertension high blood pressure can cause kidney failure so they both go hand in hand so I learned the hard way what dialysis is because I was at a family reunion in South Carolina, and everything just tasted salty to me. I, everything tasted salty, so like super salty. And I had a bad migraine, and then my blood pressure was so high, I had a seizure, thank God not a stroke, I had a seizure, and got rushed to the hospital, and you know, I was waking up, they was like, your kidneys fell, you have to go on dialysis, and I'm like, what, what are you talking about or what is dialysis like I didn't know so it's just like and when I look back like a, about a month prior to me going to South Carolina maybe two months prior to me going to South Carolina for my family reunion I went to South Carolina to visit another a friend of mine and I was like he was like well what time did you leave are you here and I would stop and call me I had to stop because my lower back was hurting me so much like where my kidneys said that but I didn't know what it was I was just like oh my god I've been sitting so long my back hurts and everything so I get out I would stop and rest a while and then I'll go back so and it was just like but little did I know like that was that was a sign that you know something was going on with my kidneys mm-hmm. so anytime you have pain where your kidneys sit at in your back you need to go get it checked out you know I want to back up and and have you talk about um dialysis mm-hmm. um I know you you, you were what is what is dialysis number one and what's that experience like um dialysis is pretty much where i had hemodialysis i know there's peritoneal dialysis and i'm not sure about that one but i had hemodialysis it's where like it's a machine so you get hooked up via two needles 
and it's a machine that um, cleans your blood because your kidneys help get rid of waste out of your body and if your kidneys isn't working then it's like you can take a person and their kidneys not working and they're really puffy like because that waste is building up in their body so what hemodialysis do it cleans your blood so it, it pulls your blood out it sends it through the machine and the bicarbonate and it cleans it and then it puts it back in your body so and that experience is is different for everyone so like today is Tuesday so I was on a Tuesday rotation so I could have dialysis today I could go home feel fine feel great but tomorrow I might feel like tired have the nervous jitters I can't sleep I would get bad Charlie horses leg cramps in my leg so it could it affects every it affects people differently some people can work with on dialysis and some people can't so you know when you have kidney failure you are eligible for social security disability medicare you know so you are eligible for things because they they never know how your body is going to react to it mm -hmm. so you know it's just it's just and it's a lot of stress on the body mm -hmm. and it's a lot of that you know it's like dedication because when i was on dialysis the nurses and the, everything it was like you're so young going to transplant list and it's not as easy as it's like okay i want to go on the transplant list like you you have to follow a dialysis diet as i like to call it and you have to do your dialysis treatment because when you go for evaluation to get put on a transplant list i know especially for kidneys they want to see that like are you doing what you're supposed to do on dialysis because if you're not they don't essentially want to waste the kidney on you and you won't take the medication like you're supposed to take it. So you touched on something that I wanted to bring up mm -hmm. again, and that was the better health. And we'll talk about that in just a moment. Mm -hmm. I'm speaking with Tanya Stackhouse. Um, we're going to be talking about health, but particularly kidney health and her efforts to bring awareness. Um, she's got a walk that she's participating in as well. And we're going to have her share her contact information in just a little bit. But you're listening and watching um, WIMG 1300. I'm Jacques Howard. So so, Tanya, um, you had 16 years of kidney failure. Yes. No. 16 years ago. <laughs> oh, so 16 years ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. My kidneys oh. first fell. 16 years when my kidneys first fell. Okay. So, and then you had to transplant. Almost 15 years. Now, um, where, where, well, let's talk about that process. I mean, what that was like, um, the surgery, the follow-up, et cetera. Well, for me... I, because I was I was still in college, so I was in college, and I had my own plans when I was going to get my dialysis, get my kidney transplant. But you know, God had another plan for me <laughs> because I was like, because you know, I'm like, this is my last semester of school, so I'm just going to wait till I'm done with school. So blah blah blah. But I was like, nope, uh, got something for you. So it was like I started dialysis. September of 2003 and it was I didn't have insurance so that was like a big factor so I didn't have insurance and you know like oh you need to go get on the transplant list and I'm like okay but I gotta have things in place so I didn't have insurance so then because of my kidney failure now I'm eligible for Medicare so but you know it takes about three months for Medicare to kick in so my Medicare finally kicked in 
January 1st of 2004. After that, I, you know, went up to Robert Wood in New Brunswick and I um, got evaluated for transplantation. So from about February of 2004 to September of, you know, once you get evaluated, they let you know after you get all the blood work done and you go for all these testings, then they let you know if you're eligible because they have to get your reports from your dialysis unit, your blood work, and see if you are compliant, which I was. They had nothing else to do. I, you know, I needed to live and everything. So once that happened, it was like, at, I know now August before school started back, they had called me and was like, we have a kidney for you. But they, they'll call you and like, we have a kidney for you, whether you're number one, two, or three. But they still also have to test the kidney to make sure it's a good kidney. So then they called me back, uh, you know, like a couple hours. So I didn't tell anybody that because I didn't want to get anybody hopes up high. So I'm like, okay. So then they called me back, I think it was the next day or several hours later. It was like, well, the kidney was no good. I'm like, okay. So it was what it was. So then I remember it was like that they had called me that Saturday night or in September, like, the 17th they called me that Saturday it was like alright we have a kidney for you but you're number two on the, you're number two because we had someone else ahead of you we have to see what's going on with him I'm like okay alright so I woke up that Sunday morning I was like I'm not going to go to church no I'm going to go to church so I was back and forth with going to church and I went and I said a prayer and then when I got home there was a message for me like um, the transplant is yours. I need you to call us back right away, whatever. So I'm like calling them back, calling them back. So then, like my my coordinator, she called me back. She was like, I, I'm like, I did call, I did call. So she was like, Well, can you be here by like three o'clock? It was two o'clock. I'm like, Yep, sure, not a problem. I'm like, Oh my god. So I had to call my cousin. She came to get me. So I'm like, um, It's gonna take us 45 minutes. It's 2:30. I was like, I don't care. I will run every light. I made it there by. <laughs> Three o'clock. On time. <laughs> I got there when I was supposed to be there, and I, and for me, like the the tran, I, it wasn't the only painful day for me. Time for me for after my transplant was when I think right after the surgery because you you know your medication is wearing down. I'm like I just need something after that because my mind was so focused on finishing school. I ain't had time to worry about the pain. I was my I was like this is my last semester. It was like, you have any questions? I'm like, yeah, when can I go back to school? And it was like, can we make it through the transplant? <laughs> but everything went well. And September 19th of this year would be 15 years. All right. Awesome. I'm going to have you share your contact information. Okay. Okay. We'll use okay. your contact information. Um, I can be reached on Facebook at Tanya Stackhouse. On Facebook. Um, on Instagram. I think it's Jersey Stack. And also, I'm on Snapchat too. Um, I think it's Stack a Noodle. We'll hold off. What... We'll hold off on the Snapchat <laughs> stuff, y'all, because we don't want anybody going on Snapchat thinking they know what they're doing and get themselves <laughs> caught up in something. I'm speaking with Tiny Stackhouse. We're talking about um, personal health and particularly kidney health, and we'll be talking more after a short break. I'm Jacques Howard, and you're listening over WIMG 1300. Here we go. And welcome back to WIMG 1300, New Jersey's oldest radio station. You don't believe me, 
Just Google it or look it up on Wikipedia, WIMG 1300, New Jersey's oldest radio station. And for those of you who are history buffs, don't get upset when you find out the history about where it came from. And uh, why don't you send me an email if you do find out about it and you want to discuss, Trenton365show at gmail.com. So I've got Tanya Stackhouse in the studio, and Tanya is a kidney transplant. Is, is it the right terminology to say survivor? Or yes, res- you can say that. Okay. All right, a kidney transplant survivor, survivor recipient. recipient. I like recipient better. <laughs> so um, I want to back this up and talk about you let off by saying that you didn't think about your health. You were just doing what you normally do. You felt good. You were mm-hmm. walking all over the place. And then it was like, er, pump the brakes. Yeah. Um, earlier tonight, I was sharing about how especially black men, mm-hmm. we have this, this like, um, muchissimo about like wanting to go to the doctor and not getting to I feel good I'm strong all those different things that's how you check out of here that's right so I want you to talk about your journey of coming to that place where you said wait I gotta be better than this yes it, it was it was that it was my kidney failure that led me to like I gotta take my health more serious and even with, with making the decision of going on the transplant list it was like, it, it was which one was going to be the lesser of, of two evils for me? Getting stuck with needles every other day or taking a bunch of medication? So I, I chose the medication, which, you know, it got easier at the time. But it is true. You, you have to, it's like the simple things that will take you out of here that preventive, medica- preventive you know, health care will help you with. I was talking to one of my coworkers today, and she was like, oh, no, I don't do all that, you know, going uh, for a mammogram, and you don't need to go for a colonoscopy. I'm like, sweetie, I said, that's how people check out, because I said, something that is so simple that they can find and detect early that can save your life, you're not doing it because of radiation, which is very minute. But you, that's that's me now. It's like now I I learn my lessons, so I try to like help people. Like I don't take my health for granted. If I find a doctor that I don't like and they talking to me crazy and they we not vibing, you can't be my doctor. You just find another one. Yeah, exactly, because I look at it like this, and people should look at it like this. The doctors don't pay you to come to their office. You pay them to take care of you. You have to work well with the person who is looking, you know, with your health because you only get one life. This is your body. You know what's going to go wrong in it before they can tell you. So that's me now. I'm like, anybody I know that tell me they have hypertension or diabetes, my first thing to them is make sure your doctor is checking your kidney function at least once a year. So that way, if something is happening, you can detect it early. If they see something funky, your creatinine level isn't the same or something is going on, you know, your blood your blood pressure isn't staying elevate, regulated with your medications, they can send you to a nephrologist. A nephrologist is the kidney doctor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that way, you know, you won't get caught like I did, like, in, like, okay, your kidneys fell, you have to go on dialysis, and you don't know anything about it. Because that is hard. It is. It's. It's hard. Emotionally, it's hard. Physically, it's, it's a hard road. You can't eat nothing on dialysis. You really can't mm-hmm. because dialysis it um, helps regulate 
the potassium and the phosphorus in your body. And if everybody knows if you have too high or too low of potassium, it can cause a heart attack and everything. So it's just like, you can't have chocolate. Now for all the teachers out there and anybody that work with kids, you know how much we depend on that chocolate. Just <laughs> saying. And you know, on dialysis, you can't have chocolate. So, so Tanya, what was... It would have been easy for you to recognize where you are, mm -hmm. have the kidney transplant, and just go on with your life. Mm -hmm. Why was it important for you to share your story and to, and to encourage other people? Because I feel as though you, you should know. You should take care of your health. And I had to learn the hard way. Mm -hmm. Nobody in my family knew what dialysis was. So I didn't have time to break down for me because everybody else in my family were like oh my god they didn't know what was going on so I, like I had to stay strong for myself and for them it helped me that I was in school and I was a psychology major in my one of my last class was group dynamics so <laughs> I can go talk because they had questions like my you know my classmate had questions so it was like it it helped me to, and then like to help me talk with my teacher who were all like my psychology teachers so that helped me but I, I I feel as though sometimes doctors don't tell us everything and some people don't know what questions to ask so if you want to reach out to me via you know messenger on Facebook or my DM on Instagram and ask me questions I'm more than willing to answer them because I feel as though if you don't know I don't want you out here and like you know your blood pressure is high you can stroke out lucky for me i had a seizure and i say lucky for me even though a seizure is bad but a stroke can take you out of here not saying a seizure can't but a, you know you hit a connotation between a seizure and a stroke it's just like you know i i could have had a seizure i could have been i could not be here today mm, mm. and everything so if I can help educate people, like, if you have questions, feel free, ask. Ask your doctor if you don't know. Mm -hmm. And um, I know that you're going to be participating in the kidney walk that yes. is happening at Veterans Park September 22nd, yes. 2019. Yes. Um, why is that important? And, and, and before you answer, um, you know, this area, because it's so densely populated, mm -hmm. it seems like every weekend there's another walk yeah. or an opportunity for people to get together and to support um, causes and to get out. Um, why, why is this one important to you? Well, one thing the National Kidney Foundation do, do does, if you go on their website, um, www.kidney.org, is they do a lot of, like, screenings. So they, like, do a lot of free screenings so people can know what their, like, blood pressures are. So they, so the money that we help raise go help to do those free screenings and to help educate, like, nephrologists and social workers who deal with kidney patients because you know like people think oh I'm not going back to school or oh I got this I don't have to go to school no more you you always have to learn because new things come out every day so one thing they do is like help with the free screeners and they'll set like anybody if you had a company or organization and you you can set up with them they can come to like if you're a big company they can come to your job and do and set up for a free screen and so they help with these free screenings so people know their numbers mm -hmm. and the more you know your numbers and your health so when something isn't looking right 
when you go get blood work done and they can go back from before so they can kind of gauge and know what they need to do they have a base to start out with mm. and everything so it's you know that's one thing they help with so that's why I, I participate in the walk that's part of my way of giving back because if like it goes back to helping educate other people mm-hmm. and everything now, the walk is happening at a Veterans Park mm-hmm. on September 22nd. Um, registration begins at 8.30 and the yes. walk begins at 10. Yes. Um, what's the mileage and is there a particular theme? Because I've been to some events where it's like a carnival. And then I've also been to walks where it's like, hey, you get out get out of your vehicle, you stretch, you walk, and then you go home. <laughs> well, normally they have like tables set up around and I always like to say, oh, let me go get my swag bags <laughs> and everything. And it's like stuff dealing with like... You know, kidney stuff like, you know, dialysis because you can do home dialysis if, you know, you don't, some people lives are busy where like they can't go to like a dialysis unit and do it. So you can actually do home dialysis and everything. So they have tables set around. Normally they have like snacks and juices from like Wawa's, anything. They have a DJ out there. They might have someone out there giving a speech and the, and the walk is... I think the last couple of years I did, we did them in different places, like no more than maybe two or four miles round trip. So it's not very big. It's not like, oh, we're going to be walking like doing a 5K (laughs) or anything like that. So it's just like, it's like very small, very intimate. Um, And it's, it's, I have fun when I go, you know, I I have a team. So the name of my team is Stacks Journey. So if anybody can join my team, you can go to the um, www.kidney.org and you can look up A Walk Near You because they're nationwide. We're the Central New Jersey Kidney Walk and you can scroll through teams. You can join a team if you would like to join my team and help raise money. Um, you can um, hit me up on Messenger, Tanya Stackhouse. Um, or on Instagram at Jersey Stack, and I'll you know send you the link to join my team. I know with some walks, it's like if you want to walk and participate, they charge you like twenty five dollars or whatever it is to just to sign up to walk. With ours, you don't have to pay anything to sign up to walk. Um, we can hold different type of fun fundraisers for our walk, our own individual walks. Like you know, I have. I do have wristbands I have to pick up some more that I like normally get for them for free and like maybe sell them for a dollar just says donate life and just so we all aware April is National Kidney Month so (laughs) I know it's also National Autism Month but April is National Kidney Month and we do I can't remember the the day in April but we do have like a World Kidney Day okay and everything so it's just like and the color for kidney is orange (laughs) All right. And everything. I don't know what who picks these colors. <laughs> <laughs> For me, everything would be purple because my great. favorite color uh, is purple. So is this our eyes technically yellow, I guess? All right, the <laughs> microphone cover. Well, Tanya, it was a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank and you. for you, you're welcome. And, and to share some information about um, kidney, um, the process of it, kidney health, the transplant, et cetera. Um, I'd like to have you come back okay. um, and talk about... Um, after the walk or prior to the walk to get okay. some more people involved okay. and to just encourage people to, to take better care of their health. Yes. Okay, I surely will. I'll come back anytime. Awesome. I love that. <laughs> All right. Anytime. Tanya Stackhouse has Thank been you. my guest here. You can find her 
I'm going to give you a couple things. Tanya Stackhouse, like it sounds on Facebook, on Instagram, it's Jersey, like New Jersey, Stack, Jersey Stack. <laughs> and her team is Stack's Journey, and that's on the website, kidney.org. All you have to do is click on the location, and this is the Kidney Walk, excuse me, the Central New Jersey Kidney Walk, yes. September 22nd, 2019 at Veterans Park. Registration at 8.30 a.m., walk begins at 10. Yes. All right. Well, Jersey Stack, I'll be following you on Instagram All in just right. a moment or two. <laughs> okay. All right, folks, you've been listening and watching over WIMG 1300. I'm Jacques Howard. We'll be back after a short break. Thank you. Don't go anywhere.